Home. They say it's where the heart is. They also say it's wherever you make it. They don't say it's where you unload your stuff, get tired halfway through unpacking, use some boxes as furniture, realize your oven mitt's in a box that doubles as a nightstand, don't want to buy a new nightstand, and use a towel as an oven mitt instead. But no matter where you call home, GEICO makes it easy to bundle and save on renters and car insurance. Easier than grabbing a piping hot pan with a towel that's a bit too thin and trying to quickly get it to the counter. Ooh, hot, 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 hot. This episode is brought to you by Verizon. Get a Verizon Business Unlimited plan from the network businesses rely on. Hey, Monica, with 5G Ultra Wideband in many more cities, you get up to 10 times the speed at no extra cost. Hello, downloads in no time. Plus, unlimited premium data and hotspot data to keep the signal flowing and your teams going. Come in or book an appointment with a Verizon business expert to find the right plan for your team. 5G Ultra Wideband available in over 1,700 cities with Business Unlimited Pro 2.0 smartphone plan. Speed comparison is to median Verizon 4G LTE speeds. Download speeds may vary depending upon network and coverage conditions and content optimization for 5G Ultra Wideband. What's up? It's Tuesday. Terrific Tuesday. Javier Jasse. How are you? (laughs) (laughs) I'm good, man. I'm good. Welcome, everybody, to another edition of Cannabis Insider. Welcome, Justin M., Master of Stonks, and everybody else who's tuning in. Thanks for staying on after the amazing Spencer. Um, Don't tell him I said he's amazing. You know, he gets enough compliments, right? (laughs) No, he is. (laughs) Javi, how you doing, man? I am doing great, doing great, and, and actually loving the the compliments uh, for Spencer. He he's, um, he's always he's always on call to to fill any any slots when when we can't make it to the show. So he's the man. You gotta be, you gotta be grateful. You gotta let our audience know we love him. <laughs> but if you don't like anything about this show, blame Spencer. Um, <laughs> no, but Javier, this has been a packed like two days of news, man. It, like, it has been. But I want to start with something fun, right, before going into the news. Let's talk good. a little bit about the Super Bowl. Um, as you have realized, I do not know football. I know football, you know, soccer, but no, not nothing about football. Appreciate the uh, Like, if you think of the Super Bowl, I, I can talk about the halftime show and the commercials. There is a lot related to cannabis that we, we want to talk about. But first. Ooh. I love it, man. Honestly. Love the halftime show. I thought it was a great game, personally. I'm a big fan of defense, though. I actually am. Not just saying that. Was hoping the Bengals were going to pull it out. Just I'm from Kentucky. Closer. That's really all I got for who I'm rooting for. Um, but if you bet on the game and you chose the Rams, props to you guys. <laughs> I'm kind of... Cannabis-related fun facts around the Super Bowl. I'm sure most of you saw, but Snoop Dogg lived up to his reputation, lighting up a joint Good right for the halftime show. Do you see the Post, New York Post, come out with like it, it wasn't necessarily a condemning headline. So let's like let's like be fair about this. All it said was like Snoop lights up, you know, and then it showed the video. You know, it's it very factual. Now we all assume that that's a negative connotation because it's the New York Post, right? <laughs> so, Indeed. but that being said, like I didn't really read the article, but I did see the headline come through. However, he's getting a lot of praise for it, as he should. So, what do you think, Tommy? I mean, other than that, I mean, I, I love Snoop, man, uh, and and I think that this is a, a an activism movie, even for those who don't really recognize it as such. It actually is, right? It says a lot, right? That in the the biggest event of the year and the the uh, most expensive, you know, ad event of the year as well. 
he's lighting up. It says a lot, even though it's in California, even though it's legal, even though it's Snoop Dogg, and even though people say, okay, this is not activism, this is just privilege. To me, seeing him do that on the main stage uh, meant a lot. There's, especially considering the context around ads, and this is what I want to get into a little bit, right? Uh, as we know, the cannabis companies have been trying to run ads uh, for, for cannabis-related stuff, especially causes and activism and, and advocacy ads for the last few years. Um, Acreage Holdings was the first one to try unsuccessfully, um, and we, we we got to actually um, leak the video, the, the, the ad that never run. That was fun. Um, and, you know, and since a lot of different companies and people have tried to run cannabis ads during the Super Bowl, uh, NBC, you know, the, 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 you know, the broadcaster says they are still not running cannabis ads because it's federally illegal. They are, however, running ads for crypto, for booze, for a bunch of questionable stuff. I mean, half the ads ads. for crypto, uh, like it was ridiculous how many crypto ads there were. <laughs> As if it were more regulated than cannabis. Yeah, it was it's pretty ridiculous. Um, but that being said, let's let's jump to it real quick. I mean, there we was have some videos. Yeah. Wait, 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 because this is a fun part. We had two ads yeah. that I want to show real real fast. One is the the ad that Weed Maps wanted to run during the Super Bowl and they couldn't run. Um, can we can we can we see it real fast, Aaron? This is I'm an icon, but since we can't talk about cannabis publicly, my likeness is being used as a safe substitute. Well, Brock. Hi. Oh, hi, indeed. It's taking over my life. Oh, hey, and wait. Finance meeting, Janet. Cannabis is here to stay. That's great, but I'm broccoli. I mean, you guys get it? Leaf, pot. Totally. So that this was the one they didn't allow uh, to run. And there was one that did run with none other than the guy on my team. Willie. Let's play it. Hi, I'm Willie Nelson. I fought for the legalization of the one thing that can bring comfort to millions, Skechers. You see, Skechers shouldn't Cut. be illegal. They uh, have so many. Willie, I don't think Skechers are illegal anywhere. But to feel so good, I just assume the man made them illegal. No. Not even a little illegal, like you can wear them to a concert, but not to a kid's soccer game. You can wear Skechers anywhere. Well, pass the Skechers. Skechers, legalized comfort. I think that one takes the cake for me. That is one of the funniest ads I saw. All <laughs> <laughs> not to a kid's soccer game. Oh, my God, that was brilliant. Um, thank you, Skechers. Honestly, thank you so much for jumping on board. Uh, honestly, Super Bowl overall, I thought it was a good game. I thought the ads were kind of eh, uh, but honestly, cannabis came through. So props to Willie Nelson and team. And Weed Maps, uh, I, I love the fact that they still put some money and marketing dollars into an ad that I think they knew wouldn't play. Honestly. Oh, yeah. But it but, was fun. I loved yeah. it. Honestly, I loved it. I think it's funny. Um, and you can read all about the context of the ad on Benzinga.com slash cannabis as per usual. Yep. Awesome. So, guys, let's get into a few headlines. Real quick, uh, Javi just came through. Did you see the amended uh, lawsuit for Ascend Wellness? The buyer's remorse. The buyer's <laughs> remorse in this case. So this is the headline. Uh, new York cannabis lawsuit update. Ascend Wellness files new claim. Says MedMen has seller's remorse. 
and is using fabricated allegations in the hopes of undermining their contract in order to pursue a more lucrative deal with a new buyer. Um, you know, I, I think we, we as an editorial team here at Benzinga like to just report facts. We do, you know, we want to make sure you have all the information in front of you. You know, it's going to be hard for MedMen to fight that statement. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Some other quick headlines. SPAC Northern Lights will acquire cannabis-focused financial services provider for $185 million. So Northern Lights Acquisition Corps, that is NLIT, will acquire Safe Harbor from a subsidiary uh, partner Colorado Credit Union. Very cool. Another uh, SPAC, uh, this one, Relativity Acquisition Corp. Priced it at IPO at 12 point, no, yeah, $125 million, offering 12.5 million units at $10 per unit. Very, very cool. Yeah, a lot of a lot more SPAC news recently than uh, we've been used to. Coming up soon, y'all, we're going to have Jeff Harris, Jeffrey Harris, the CEO of SpringBig, whose company is going public via a SPAC vehicle. That's coming up, I think, in the next week or two. Nice. Very yeah, what up, Bobby? Maybe a couple more here. Uh, some clarifications from the, the IRS or, you know, people actually from Erin Collins regarding if medical marijuana is tax deductible. Guess what? It isn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was kind of a quick hit and miss there. Um, you know, I kind of want to ask you a question, Javi, before we, we get to Mike. And I want to get to Mike soon here because, guys, if you have any interest in the, in the vaporization segment of cannabis, in the inhalation uh, segment of these accessories, uh, you're going to want to stay tuned here. There, this is really an up and coming segment of both cannabis and tobacco uh, and really other drug, you know, plant forms of inhalation. So I'm super excited to talk to him about the technology and where it stands in cannabis right now. Um, but before we get there, Javier, we've had a lot of earnings uh, the past couple of days, past couple of business days, we'll say. Um, some have been lovely. Some have not been so lovely. Um, I think... I'll give you a win and a lose for me. Win is got to be, I think, an item nine labs. I think they have seen some pretty consistent growth. Um, I think they are strengthening every portion of their franchising mm -hmm. model. Um, and I think they're up three digits um, year over year on quarterly revenue uh, for the quarter they just reported today. Um, and then lose for me, unfortunately, I actually really like their company and their footprint, but Alifia Health, not a strong huh. uh, earnings report. Uh, this time. Yeah. So anyways, they're they're yeah, they're improving slowly, changing their business model. They are going up. a complete shift in what they're focusing on. So definitely. I, I, I do like a uh, Alifia. I think Organigram had uh, decent earnings on Trash 2 and Aurora was okay-ish, right? Um, but still a long-term play. In my book and in Mr. Pablo Swanich's book <laughs> as well, this is no way, shape, or form. Yeah, right. we don't give, we don't tell you where to put your money. We just tell you what's happening. Um, and I will give one bit more uh, of feedback. We have had a couple earnings where year-over-year -year revenue growth uh, has been a much stronger indicator for how stocks will perform as opposed to where their estimates have them reaching. So companies can miss their estimates, but still perform very well uh, due to the year-over-year -year revenue growth. Interesting trend, I think, right now in cannabis. 
Javier, anything else before we bring on the one and only Mike Simpson? No, 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 no. Indeed, today our guest at Benzinga Cannabis Insider is Mr. Mike Simpson. He is the CEO of Emura, a company I personally love. I find the product super interesting, and I have a cool story for you right after Mike joins us. Mike, welcome to Benzinga Cannabis Insider. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me on. What's up? Thank you, Elliot. Nice to be back on again. Yeah, good to see you, my friend. Good to have you back. So, Mike, diving in, man, you know, before Javier tells us his anecdote, we'll get to that shortly, but let's start with uh, your background and then a little bit about Amura. Thanks, guys. Okay, um, so uh, my life in Tokyo, um, I was working with British American Tobacco, working on uh, next generation uh, harm reduction technologies uh, for the tobacco industry. Uh, we're looking at uh, vaporization, but most specifically heat not burn technologies. So what we're doing now, I've pretty much been living and literally breathing for a very long time. And I moved to California around nine years ago, started research in the cannabis industry for big tobacco, um, looking at all the potential uh, kind of parallel industry opportunities, including investment opportunities and uh, acquisition opportunities but with a real focus on the heat not burn technologies that existed in the cannabis space. So as you know, there's been a lot of uh, devices around, you know, starting with the volcano thereabouts around 20 years ago. And it was my privilege to research all of the existing devices. Uh, and that's pretty much why uh, I started. Okay. We'll get into that in a bit, I'm sure. Wait, how was the research conducted? Is it like actual technical and technological research? Are you tearing apart the machines or are you testing them yourself? I'm curious. Uh, I'm very hands-on, so I was definitely testing them all myself. But essentially, I'd be stripping them down, uh, looking at all the different technologies. I'd fly out to the UK every three months with a suitcase full of vaporizers, uh, telling uh, BAT's technical team all about the different technologies that existed, you know, the, the nuances between, uh, you know, uh, conduction and convection uh, and anything and everything in between. Let's break down a little bit of heat not burn, man. I, I think you know, why this is more, why, why this could explode, A, you know, what the difference is, you know, technically between that and standard vaporization devices uh, and why it matters. Um, I think, I mean, heat not burn, I mean, firstly, uh, heat not burn exists in the tobacco industry, as we probably know. There's the ICOS device by Philip Morris. It's available in 53 different countries now. Um, Basically, it's been designed to replicate smoking, so they actually add humectants to a, to a basically a reconstituted tobacco sheet blend, which is inside their factory-made cigarette. So it performs quite well, but it doesn't perform as well as cannabis performs. Cannabis is obviously oil-rich; it's got a lot of cannabinoids and terpenes. So when you heat up the cannabis plant, all the volatiles vaporize off. So it's actually an extremely uh, effective plant to use heat, not burn technology with. Very cool. I was actually going to ask you, how, how does Amura compare to the IQOS, right? Mm -hmm. Is it the same technology? Is it different? You know, because a, a lot of people may know the IQOS, right? And, and for those who don't really know what it is, uh, I'm sure you've seen people smoking something that looks exactly like an industrial cigarette, but it isn't actually smoking, right? It doesn't, um, you know, it doesn't create any smoke right and you see the people with the little machine right and they insert it in there and and it, and it heats up and then they take it out and they they smoke it right uh is it the same with the amura does it work differently you know for people to understand 
The core difference is that ICOS uses um, conduction technology. So they actually have this reconstituted tobacco sheet, which has been concertinaed into a factory-made cigarette. And ICOS's heat bar goes inside this, this stick and it uses conduction to heat it up. Uh, it's quite effective for the, uh, the, the tobacco stick, but unfortunately uh, it has the effect of kind of welding the tobacco to the heat bar itself. Also, you, when you use conduction technology, there's a tendency to heat the plant uh, that's close to the heating device as opposed to the, the flower or the plant, which is further away. Um, Murray uses convection technology. Uh, when we use convection technology, we pull hot air through the, the plant or through the, the flower stick in our case. And it basically, it's an awful lot more effective way of heating it up and it really cooks the flower, uh, you know, throughout perfectly. You know, there's no gr gradation, whereas uh, with convection, or sorry, conduction technology, you often get a gradation of flower. If you look at some of the other vaporizers in the, in the cannabis space, for example, if you have a heater around the outside of the oven, it can get quite black or charred around the, the outside of the oven, but on the inside, it's still quite green. So uh, often other competitors' products ask you to stir the flower up and go back for another session. Whereas with the, uh, the Amura flower stick, uh, the, again, the flower gets heated up very consistently throughout. Awesome. I want to dive in a little bit to the opportunity here uh, a little bit more. Uh, in terms of, because you have a lot of partners in, in the space, and I think some notable ones as well. Uh, if you want to mention a few of them and, and some of the markets that they that that you are in because of those partnerships, uh, and you know, let's start with that actually. Okay, yeah, we uh, we launched in California a couple of years ago. Um, we've got a number of different flower brands on the platform at the moment, including Clicks, uh, Trade Craft, like noticeably or notably Caliva. Um, we're about to launch actually this Friday in uh, Michigan with Common Citizen. Um, nice. We're in uh, Massachusetts uh, with uh, RevC, uh, Revolutionary Clinics. We're about to launch in Florida with MedMen as well. Um, we're pushing out. We're pushing out into a lot of states, actually, in a lot of different countries as well. Uh, we just signed a deal uh, in with Canatrek in uh, Australia. We've launched in Switzerland recently. And we're, we're pushing out on a, a pan-European launch as well. Wow, that's awesome, Mike. Um, you know, so with that, you guys are obviously moving quickly, honestly. I think when we first talked to you, when I first talked to you, uh, this was very new, uh, I think, to the space, to the industry. And, and you've come on the scene with a, a fire and a vengeance, I would say, the last year, year and a half. So, you know, with that, who, you know, do you have a lot of competition in the space right now and you're just dominating them? Uh, or, or what's 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 the case right now for heat not burning cannabis? It's, uh, it's a great question. It's been an interesting couple of years. I mean, if we, it's just been an interesting couple of years, hasn't it? You know, um, we launched with our original device uh, like two and a half years ago or so, uh, and then we started working on our Series X device, our Series X device. This is X limited edition. Uh, it's obviously a different form factor. But basically, what we've done over the last couple of years, we've, we've really kind of improved the technology. Before, we used to have a device with a button. Now we have a device that has no button, and you simply insert the flower stick, and it starts automatically. So it's really made the, um, the, the, the user experience just totally painless. Um, so we've been optimizing the device, and we've been optimizing the contents of the stick to the oven. So we've really been able to optimize the performance of the, the stick to the device. So that's how we've been moving as, a, as a, a technology over the last couple of years. But obviously then we've had COVID as well, which has made expansion actually you know, quite difficult, launching a new technology 
throughout a, a pandemic is you know has actually been quite challenging but it's, it's interesting we've been having conversations with everybody over the last two years uh, and now things are really kind of uh, kind of coming to fruition I think as people's fears of COVID now dying down, uh, a lot of the, the discussions that we've been having uh, are really kind of blossoming. So, you know, the expansion that we talked about is, is happening really fast. I mean, I always expected that we'd have more competition, direct competition in the, in the space, but there's not actually any any competition doing, you know, something uh, in the pre-filled flower, uh, you know, mm -hmm. space, which is obviously a relief to us. We've uh, we've protected as much as as we can regarding the stick and the filling of the stick and the device as well. So we're quite well protected. Um, but I guess our, our closest competition would be other devices in the space for heat, not burn. But in all honesty, it's because it's such a big space, and you know, outside of combustion, uh, you know, the, the heat, not burn space, we really want to kind of encourage people to you know to consume using non-combustion it's actually it's on a bit of a tangent but uh obviously the oil vaporizers have seen a lot of popularity over the last couple mm -hmm. of years but mainly that's to do with the kind of the convenience and, and and hygiene aspects we actually believe you know a lot of people would rather actually consume whole flour with it being the natural product yeah because you get the full entourage effect as well but it's, there hasn't really been any uh kind of hygienic uh, convenient solutions so you know that's the kind of where uh, Amura sits above and beyond. Oh yeah, we've you know we've created something which is not just hygienic, but it's also convenient for the consumer as well. No, I agree totally. And I mean, honestly, for me, you know, the the, the concentrates vaporizers, the famous vape pens, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, that they tend to be rough on throat, right? And 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 they often feel like there's you know a lot more processing to the to the plant than than it should. And then, you know, dryer vaporizers seem to or tend to be pretty disappointing as an experience. You just don't get the same feeling, right? And then I tried Amura uh, and, and really loved it. And here's my anecdote, and, and it leads up to a question, of course. Um, um, a, a very good friend of mine was working with Amura when, when you first launched, I think maybe even before you launched, and, and she sent me the first version of the Amura, right, with mm -hmm. some uh, hemp sticks. Uh, I was in Boston, I was chill, you know, I could try them, I, I had fun, but then I had a bunch of, of hemp sticks left. Uh, and this was several years ago. I don't know, like, when, when did you first launch? When was this? I think it was probably early, mid-19. So, yeah, probably 2019. Uh, and I was in Boston for this conference, mm -hmm. and I had to fly out to, to Florida for a Benzinga conference. And, um, you know, I, I went like, okay, I have this, this these hemp cigarettes that, might look like weed as well, but uh, I'm going to see what happens in the airport. I just wanted to have the experience from a journalistic perspective, right? Mm -hmm. um, so I went up to the airport with a, a bunch of spare time and went to the TSA officer and went like, okay, I have these hemp cigarettes. Um, I, I'm going to fly with them, but I want to let you know so that you don't catch them and, and think that I'm trying to, to traffic something. This is not weed. This is hemp. He was like, yeah, I don't think you can fly with this. And I go like, yeah, mm -hmm. the 2018 uh, you know, farm bill legalize this so i can definitely fly with this and you know one tsa officer two tsa officers five tsa officers none of them can figure out for 20 minutes what is up with this can i fly with this or can i not fly with this right or do i need to leave it in the cannabis amnesty box that they had mm -hmm. finally the top supervisor comes through and he goes like oh this is cbd it's like yeah hemp it was like, oh, you should have said this from 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 the start. Like, you you should have said CBD, and you know, you would have saved us all this time. <laughs> now, 
you know, a lot has changed since you, you have since started producing THC um, uh, products as well. And you have these refillable um, sticks now, right, where you can put your own flour. For me, you know, I, I was heartbroken. I had to come back to Argentina and had to return or, or not, not return, but give the my Omura device to a friend. I had no use for it down here because they cannot get the Omura sticks legally. Guess what? Now they're refillable. So are you planning on going to other international markets where maybe cannabis is not legal, maybe it's depenalized, whatever, and just offer the product to people, right? And they can use them for whatever they want, right? Yeah, this it's a great question. Um, you know, I, I didn't get a chance really to talk about uh, the origins of Mura outside of why I entered the space. But my vision was if we wanted to create uh, a, a mainstream market for heat not burning cannabis, um, we would need to create a seamless, hygienic, convenient solution that eliminated all of the pain points that the competitive fair prices have got. I.e., at the moment, you need to grind flour, you need to fill an oven, you need to uh, choose an incremental temperature, then you use the same mouthpiece every time. And then after the session's finished, you need to dig out the spent flour uh, with, a, with a spatula and then use rubbing alcohol to dissolve the buildup of residues inside the, the, the air path, essentially. And it's such a process that I knew yeah. again, if you want to take it mainstream, we need to eliminate all of those points. So essentially, we came up with the pre-filled flour stick um, and that pre-filled flour stick for me is the end goal. It's the perfect finished solution. But for the last couple of years, we've had so much so much pressure from uh, the consumer to, to, to sell empty flour sticks so they could fill it with their own flour yep. that eventually I kind of seen, I guess it was a, the, the reality of the, the world. You know, the future may be a pre-filled flour stick, but the, the present isn't the future. You know, some people live in different states that don't have you know, legality or different parts of the world where people consume cannabis, yeah. but they don't necessarily consume like it legally. Their own, right? even, even when they, they live in legal states, right? Why not? It's, it's exactly that. And on, on top of that, and I think one of the clinches is people who are real flower enthusiasts, they want to actually use their own flower or they want to choose a, a flower of choice or a flower that they've grown themselves. And by only having filled flower sticks on the market, really limited ourselves, but also limited our, our speed of expansion. So we decided to launch the empty flower stick um, packs. And these empty flower sticks basically allow people to put any of the flower in but I mean, the, the, the main thing for Amura is we can actually hit a global market extremely fast. I said, we're launching throughout Europe. We're launching digitally. We're launching now through all smoke shop, vape shops and head shops in the US. Essentially, we can do a massive land grab and get brand presence and consumer familiarity. Mm -hmm. uh, and then we'll fold in the flower brands where legislation permits. Um, so it basically just allowed us to do a more rapid kind of accelerated uh, expansion. But because my uh, kind of vision is this convenient solution, um, we're actually just about to launch this uh, it's a 16 pack. It's a 16 pack of 16 empty sticks, but it actually fits inside um, a little machine that we've designed here. And this, when you slide the sticks inside the machine, you can see that they line up perfectly. And then you put the flower inside the top of the machine and then you squash the flour through into the- Oh, that's yes. perfect. I need that, okay. I, I will want the, yeah, I will want one of those. Like this that, with the, with the new Gen X or whatever it is. I, like this was a very self-interested question. It just 
want to want to bring this back home to my friends, right? Like everyone says, I don't want to smoke anymore, right? It, you know, they're over thirty now. They're starting to to, mm-hmm. to take care of their health in a different way. They don't want to smoke. Guess what? Edibles are not easily accessible, but they can legally have cannabis here that they grow their own, right? So how mm-hmm. do you do it if if you can't get edibles and you know like dryer vaporizers are extremely disappointing to many, right? And this is to me like the perfect balance, right? I, I want to bring this like the, the whole thing with the the empty <laughs> sticks, the, yeah. the rolling machine. <laughs> I you. love that convenience, that consumer convenience that you are uh, just matching with every every turn of this industry. So well done there. I just have a quick rapid fire round to wrap up here. We get we gotta we gotta finish up, but I I, I have a few more things that if you could just quick answers, uh, and mm-hmm. then we'll try and wrap up here. First, um, the kind of cost breakdown between you and your partners, um, you know, you know, for these flower sticks, is this um, recurring revenue for you guys at Omura? You know, you don't have to give a super detailed answer because I know you're private, but in terms of what you want to say, uh, I'm assuming that you sell these devices as, as the product themselves, but do you also make revenue off the sticks? Good question. Uh, the, the devices themselves, we're actually, if you've seen us at retail, we're uh, extremely, extremely competitive. Uh, mm-hmm. Our Series X retails uh, at around 100, 120, um, and the actual original Series 1 retails around 50 or 60 US. So that's, you know, it's so much cheaper than our competitors because everyone else's, you know, margins are based on the fact that they're a device company. You know, we're more of a razor and blades model, so we don't really need to make much margin on our devices. Uh, we make the margin on on our packs. Um, again, we're a technology and packaging company, so we mm-hmm. just sell the empty packs. So our margin is very healthy on the packs, and this is basically where we make, you know, uh, our revenue uh, model is in, stacked, basically, in the in the uh, the, the the you know the, the uh, continuing purchase of uh, you know the the stick packs essentially for people who have already adopted the platform. I love that. Um, mm-hmm. so kind of a, a quick roundup for me here. You know, when we talk about cannabis and tobacco and alcohol, we talk about those industries getting into cannabis once it's federally legal or available to them. Are there other markets for Amora uh, and, and your product? Other markets as in? Pro- product categories uh, of some sort, or is this purely a cannabis device? Good question. Lavender, um, for instance, for sleep. I mean, uh, the Amura brand, we decided early on that we wanted to be all about this flower stick. Amura is just about this flower stick. We're not trying to diversify in different areas. Uh, we believe that this platform is is so, so so big, broad, and deep that it's this is what Amura should stand for, the precision and purity uh, about these flower sticks. Um, that said, as you uh, maybe mentioned earlier, uh, we do have CBD brands on the platform, so it is compatible with CBD. We obviously work with THC partners as well, uh, and although we don't publicize it, um, you know, these sticks can actually be filled with other things like rolling tobacco uh, or, you know, or dry herbs even. So there's actually quite a lot of versatility in there. I don't think it's really hitting other kind of uh, markets or different categories by saying that. But I think there's essentially there's quite a lot of versatility in the flower stick. Interesting. Awesome. You know what? Uh, we're going to have to have you back on in some fashion or another. Mm-hmm. Uh, instead of looking ahead to 2022, we're just going to get you back on to talk about what's happening in 2022. Uh, but Mike, congrats on all your success. I can't wait to see what you do next, man. Thanks, guys. Much appreciated. All right. Glad you came on, my friend. We'll see you Thanks, soon. Guys. Bye-bye.
Mike Simpson is the CEO of Emura, which I don't know if he'll like this or not, but uh, I kind of see them like the Polaroid of cannabis, you know, when, when he was explaining, okay, the device is, is accessible and then it's recurring revenue through the sticks. It's, it's, it's like buying a Polaroid, right? Yeah, like sure, though. you have the, the machine, but then you need the, the actual film, right? That, honestly, a great comparison, Javi, product-wise. But I love his product. I, I've tried it. It's super user-friendly, super uh, enjoyable, to be honest. And I've not been in a market where I can utilize THC with it. Um, it, it there's a time limit on these, so like that your stick doesn't like lose its potency. I think it's like three minutes or something like that. Um, and I'm anxious to see how that translates Um uh, to THC, you know, in a lot, of, or I'm sure it's translating, but I, I want to talk to him more and see how that's translating in the three minute mark. But we didn't get to talk about that today. Next time, Javier, any last words for our audience? Thank you everybody for tuning sure. in. Yes, sir. Check out Cannabis Daily, Elliot's daily podcast, your market for cannabis in five minutes. BZCannabis.com, Benzinga Cannabis Capital Conference is coming to Miami once again for a 14th, yes, 14th edition. You know, the, the, our conferences are ridiculously successful, and this is the biggest, best one yet. You won't we're, find a better agenda. We're, we're like, I don't know how you say this in, in English, but but in Spanish, there is an, like an expression. It's like we're throwing our house out the window, right? Hey, like, you remember who signed on today, Javi? Who, who just signed on today? Weed Maps and Headset. Ooh. I mean, two of the top ancillary companies in the space. Both signing on today to join us there. You he should be Tilray CEO Erwin Simon will be keynoting as well. So yeah. awesome. And Benzinga.com slash cannabis all day, every day for Javier's amazing insights and his team's amazing insights. Appreciate you guys for reading, for staying tuned. Let us know what you think. Until Thursday, we have an awesome investor joining us. We'll see you then. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel anytime. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better? You really can do it, but nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to, because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. Home. They say it's where the heart is. They also say it's wherever you make it. They don't say... It's where you unload your stuff, get tired halfway through unpacking, use some boxes as furniture, realize your oven mitt's in a box that doubles as a nightstand, don't want to buy a new nightstand, and use a towel as an oven mitt instead. But no matter where you call home, GEICO makes it easy to bundle and save on renters and car insurance. Easier than grabbing a piping hot pan with a towel that's a bit too thin and trying to quickly get it to the counter. Ooh, hot, 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 hot. Introducing Under Armour's Infinity High Sports Bra. Its ergonomic design is molded to support the natural movement of your body. With cord-out padding, the better breathability eliminates extra bulk without sacrificing support. And quick-dry padding is Under Armour's fastest-drying padding yet. When you're lifting heavy, running fast, and pushing yourself further than ever before, you need a bra that will help you go that extra mile and make you feel your best. Shop the Infinity High Sports Bra now at UA.com. Jeep Freedom Days are here, where right now, well-qualified returning FCA lessees get a low-mileage lease on the 2022 Grand Cherokee WK Laredo E4x4 for $369 a month for 36 months with $3,799 due at signing. Tax title license extra. No security deposit required. 
Call 1-888-925-JEEP for details. Requires dealer contribution at least to Chrysler Capital. Lessee is responsible for termination fees. Current lease must end by 7-3-23. Extra charge for miles over 30,000. Residency restrictions apply. Take delivery by 7-5-22. Jeep is a registered trademark.